Day class, and welcome back to It Needs to Be Catchy. We are rolling along here uh, with our uh, the second episode of our second season, uh, and I am so excited to have you guys uh, join us uh, today for uh, for an educational look at some uh, some television lore. Uh, I am Joey, and I am your professor, and joining me, as always, is Daniel, uh, whose designation currently is withheld. How are you today, Daniel? I will say, uh, Joey, person, that I, that I will admit that this might be the closest to a class that this has been so far, because I feel like I just woke up, and I have no idea what I'm about to learn today. <laughs> But otherwise, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And uh, and joining us as always, keeping uh, keeping keeping what fragile peace we have, and uh, and making us sound amazing is our producer and audio engineer, Greg. Greg, hello. What's going on, fellas? Well, uh, I think that remains to be seen. I have an idea about what I'd like to talk about today, but first, I'd like to. See if uh, if if Daniel can make me feel small, <laughs> or at uh, least like a like someone who someone who doesn't know as much as he thinks he knows, uh, which is probably a good position for me to be in every now and again. So, uh, what what do you have on our reoccurring weekly Daniel segment called Daniel segment? <laughs> That's damn right. It's called Daniel segment. <laughs> uh, I don't know that we'll ever get a better name for that. <laughs> so. I am going to try a slightly different tack today mm-hmm. uh, because I want you to know the name of the show and I want you to see the opening just because I think it's neat. So the question is not, can you name this show? I actually want to know if you can have a guess at the composer of the theme song. Ooh, I like that. Now, of course, as you're putting this together, I, 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 I need you to understand that this assumes that the composer is guessable. Yes, I think it kind of is. Okay. Uh, I would say it's not a traditional theme song composer. So it's not necessarily someone that we spent an episode about last. Fair enough. But the show is called Street Hawk. It's a bit of a Knight Rider knockoff. known for making music you know uh but not necessarily an obvious theme song singular composer who do you got for me it sounds like john carpenter to me that's a very good comparison Uh, i think that that's as close as you can probably get without thinking a little bit more outside the box but like actually you're thinking about like kind of more movie theme song and this composer was definitely like uh they did a lot of movies 
Okay. A lot of movies. In the eighties. Are they were they into were 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 what was the was the synth kind of like a part of their signature? I would say yeah. Okay. Giorgio Marauder. <laughs> would you like one more hint? Sure. Uh stop naming individual people. So it's a band. I'm going to take two guesses. Can I have two guesses? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, actually, you will get it if you have two guesses. So, yeah, sure. Why All not? right. It's either Tangerine Dream or it's ELO. It is Tangerine Dream. Very good. Oh! I'm not even mad. Yeah, Tangerine Dream just had this thing in the 80s where they were going to put synth. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they were going to do the electric drums and they were going to do a lot of stuff. But they made great great music for movies and, and tv shows sometimes well awesome yeah all right well that was daniel's segment and uh so here we go we're tied up again one to one and we got that one yeah uh, uh with with a bit of a handicap but he got it yeah no no i I'll, look i'll 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 accept it I, I i feel like my i feel like my loss was a qualified loss last week so this is a qualified win fair enough fair enough so uh Today, and uh, actually yesterday as well, I have been watching, uh, I, this is, this is uh, a show that I've been eagerly anticipating since I heard that they were making new episodes. Hulu is producing, uh, or has produced uh, some new episodes of the cartoon series Animaniacs. Um, and uh, Animaniacs, uh, one, of its, uh, one of its signature features is a theme song that changes a little depending on the episode that you're watching. Uh, I want to go ahead and uh, and just play the uh, one of the new versions of the Animaniacs theme for you right here. It's time for Animaniacs, and we're zany to the max. So just sit back and relax, you'll laugh till you collapse. We're Join the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister Dot. Just have fun, we run around the Warner movie lot. They lock us in the tower whenever we get caught. But we break loose and never lose, and now you know the plot. We're animaniacs. Dot has wit and yakko yaks. Wacko packs away the snacks. Our careers have made comebacks. We're animaniacs. Meets Pinky and the Brain, who wants to rule the universe. A brand new cast who tested well in focus group research. Gender balanced, pronoun neutral, and ethically diverse. The trolls will say we're so passe, but we didn't matter first. We're animaniacs. You should see our new contracts. We're zany to the max. There's baloney in our slacks. We're animini. Totally insane. So there we go. Uh, Animaniacs is, um, so, so TV Tropes, um, which is a fantastic uh, website, which has a lot of categories for uh, TV theme songs that change. In this case, uh, the Animaniacs theme song is, uh, is using, uh, TV Tropes would refer to it as a couch gag uh, theme song. And of course they're referencing the, uh, the Simpsons, the, Simpsons, uh, the, the title end. sequence. Right, yep. there's always a different 
uh, gag for when the family comes together to sit on the couch. Can we think of another example of a show that does this, that change that that will that that will change its theme song, either inserting new lyrics or even if you know the music changes slightly. Um, Anyway, can we think of, an, of another example of a show that, talking, that has that kind of theme song? Are you talking based from one episode to the next? As in right. one of Maniacs having a different segment every time? Or are you talking about over the life of the show having more than one theme song? That was so, my first question as well. So I actually want to talk about both, but I want to okay. start with the Animaniacs version, which is, can we think of, a, can we think of another, sh- uh, another show that... Um, that would that, that would that would change out uh, little things about the music and lyrics, uh, but 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 really does have like a square one that they go back to. Okay, give me a minute. Um, okay. And also, I do want to highlight the fact that, uh, from your perspective at least, this is uh, a pop quiz for a lesson that you haven't taught yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, not from my perspective. My perspective is you're just asking me an interesting question and I'm thinking about an answer. I'm considering. Uh, let's see. The teacher walked in in aviators and <laughs> jeans and a, and a rolled up uh, white dress shirt. The sleeves are like, you know. Let's see what you jeans. assholes really know. Yeah. Um, they're out there. And like, There's plenty still- of shows that have changed over the life of, of the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm I'm thinking right now, but you know, as I'm thinking and talking, which is not helping my thinking. That uh, I I mean, I think it's going to be very difficult to find shows that were able to change as frequently. Where like, I mean, that's literally built into both of those shows, The Simpsons mm-hmm. and the Animaniacs, is that that is their theme song is that last kind of donamont. Right. It's a it's a it's it's plan it's planned to be an improvisation right. moment. Planned to be changed every episode. And so, number one, the only thing that could really do that, at least with that frequency, would be a comedy show. There'd be no point in a drama show doing anything like that, mm-hmm. even an action show. And when I think of comedy shows and what the theme songs are, so many of them, and I think this is worthy of discussion, like so many comedy shows, uh, certainly not all, but so many, they treat the theme song as something that they need to get out of the way. Like this is a TV trope that we must have. Let's do it as quick and dirty as possible so we can get on with the comedy, which is people stuck in an office. Isn't that great? I've never thought of that before. Mm-hmm. But like that's kind of what makes the Simpsons and Animaniacs so uh, timeless and unique is because they were thinking about every aspect of that show, including the theme song, uh, at a molecular level almost. Um, I can't think of anything right now. I mean, especially like just the only other things I can think of uh, wouldn't fit that role. So the big thing that I can think of is Garfield and Friends, which had two very distinct and different theme songs over the course of its life. Right. And kind of as when you were a kid watching them, you saw them interchangeably. Right. Uh, actually, you know what? You you. It's funny you bring it up because I don't think you're bringing it up for the reason I've got it in my memory and it's Garfield and friends did have, it had one little element that could change that changed with every episode. 
So, uh, and this is from one of their one of their theme songs, uh, not not from both of them. And I can't remember if it's from the Friends Are Here version or the Conga version. But they get to the end and they show the title, and Garfield's there on screen. And because Garfield's mouth never moves, yeah, that's the um, Conga version. That's the Conga version. Yeah. So Garfield's mouth never moves, and you only you hear what he's thinking. Um, and so at the end of the theme song, Garfield would shoot off a wisecrack and that wisecrack would be different from, uh, from episode to episode. Uh, also, you know, intended to be a children's show, also animation. Uh, so I don't know if there's something about that particular, uh, you know, subgenre that, that lends itself well to that. Did the Drew Carey show ever have something like that? Or was it just that they changed the theme song a lot? Drew Carey changed its theme song a lot. Uh, yeah. It towards towards the towards the end of its run in, in the last two seasons, they were they were changing it within the season. Uh, but for a, for a while, uh, they would just they would just sort of pick out a new one. Yeah, um, like although I think the, I think the Cleveland Rocks opening managed to last a couple of years. Right. There's Moon over Moon over Parma. Bring Parma up to me yeah. tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Cleveland Rocks. There was. Uh, the the fifties song whatever up every morning and I feel so high yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the only three I remember <laughs> yeah right even something like that seventies show had two theme songs um, mm-hmm. as if I'm not mistaken Cheap Trick did the first one and then they did a revision of that song which was same chord progression same lyrics it was just like a different it was like a moodier kind of right. minor key tone that uh, and is I would, what, that's what tv tropes refers to as uh as rearranging the song and i know that which yeah. is a, a good distinction yeah i think that that's a perfect description of it so uh so okay so we've talked a little bit about rearranging uh theme songs we've talked about the couch gag now there are uh situations where uh where for one reason or another, a show has to dump its first theme song entirely and go with something uh, something different. And there are various reasons uh, why that might happen. Um, one one situation where I thought uh, that I thought was kind of fascinating uh, involves the show Bosom Buddies. Uh, do you guys know uh, what the what the Bosom Buddies theme song is? Uh, the theme song? No, I know what the show is. Tom Hanks course classic vehicle okay. and peter capali who's the other guy peter not peter satara <laughs> would have been hilarious <laughs> peter solari peter solari i knew it was uh, an italian sounding name sorry to all italian americans including you joey <laughs> i god if peter satara had been tom hanks's foil in bosom buddies uh, now i'm picturing a situation where he's just like i am the man who will fight for your honor and time young tom hanks you know like that high energy version of tom oh hanks, yeah basically like you know has arms like woody from toy story going in and being like ho, oh, 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 he's the woman who will fight for your honor <laughs> i mean there's there's got to be a generation of people who don't even know the tom hanks that we grew up with which is the burbs Joe versus the volcano, even man with one red shoe, much yeah. less the bosom buddies, Tom Hanks. Right. A character. I also got to make a quick side note that there's a whole generation of people that think of Peter Cetera as the Karate Kid theme song guy <laughs> that Joey just pointed out. And right. have no idea that he was 
brilliantly a part of Saturday in the Park and 26 or 524. Right. <laughs> like Chicago. That's yeah. Chicago. That's the band Chicago, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No. And, and the thing is, is like if it's if you you if you if you listen to Chicago and don't hear that same voice, I you know, I mean, it's it's right there. Um, OK, but getting back to what I was trying to t- uh, trying to ask you guys. So the theme song for Bo- Bosom Buddies is the Billy Joel song, My Life. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. That. Wow. Yeah. What an unfortunate choice for a theme song for that show. <laughs> well, um, but sort of fascinatingly, for whatever reason, Bosom Buddies had could not use that song in syndication. So it was okay. only they could only use it first run, which means that they had to put in an entirely different theme song. I feel like I would have remembered the theme song if it was that Billy Joel song uh, for like connecting it with Bosom Buddies. And I absolutely only saw it in syndication. And I'm talking about like a half dozen episodes anyway, but like, you know. Right. Uh, So, so yeah, that means you probably saw it in syndication, which means you probably know the one that I'm, uh, I'm about to play, which is a uh, song uh, from the artist Stephanie Mills called Shake Me Loose, which is, uh, a weird title for a show about people who are hiding their wieners in dresses. I'd like to be Jay Paul Getty. That girl just got potential. But the only thing that's essential is having a friend like you. Well, you can try to shake me loose. You can leave if you got a mind to. But I'm gonna be. Okay, so I actually am a Billy Joel fan, but that's a better song and a better theme song than My Life. <laughs> well, I mean, if you know, uh, just in case some of you are listening to this and 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 don't know what Bosom Buddies is, it's uh, Tom, Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari uh, play uh, two uh, gentlemen who are having trouble finding an affordable apartment, and so they uh, they they rent out uh, they rent out a place in a building that is reserved exclusively for women and in order to uh to young single women blah 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 right yeah Yeah. in order to keep this uh to keep the place they have to basically they have to they have to dress up and drag coming to and leaving the place where they live it's three's company and drag (laughs) a a little bit like that yeah (laughs) um so so yeah it's uh ran for i want to say it ran for three years at least it was you know it was a popular it was fairly show. successful yeah. yeah popular show and also uh, for those of you at home who just felt your blood start boiling when daniel said that that was a better song than my life by billy joel i'm with you <laughs> i i i would go so far as to agree that it's a, it is a more appropriate theme song it's certainly a better theme song i think it's like it's a more fun bouncy song and i'm I'm saying that as someone who likes Billy Joel and I like the song My Life. It's just, maybe maybe the disconnect is like imagining my life opening that fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's such an angsty kind of, you know, uh, dour song. Uh, right. Well, Billy, not, Billy yeah. Joel seems like an odd fit 
Yeah. Uh, for 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 character for characters who don't have a chip on their shoulder, like that is that yeah. is that is that is a big part of Billy Joel's, uh, especially young Billy Joel's songwriting. I'm talking about River of Dreams, Billy Joel, who's you know, <laughs> River 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 of Dreams is basically a celebration of his money. <laughs> <laughs> But, but what do you think but, about you know, that, Greg? Yeah. But he's like <laughs> that. You're not, he's wrong. The, You're not wrong. Right. But but my my life is still written in the period where he's, you know, there's still some anger in that angry young man. Oh yeah. Like, well, that's why a, they made a whole Billy Joel uh musical, because there was a lot of really good songs that did that. But anyway, I digress. Sure. Um I did want to bring up something we mentioned last season as kind of like a counterexample to that, which is uh the Get a Life theme song, which was REM's mm-hmm. um uh stand. <laughs> which was kind of seen as a like over the top pop song, almost like a joke song by the band, which fits, I guess, with like that show, even though, you know, it's still not it was just the it best was choice. Too, too hard of a connection to expect yeah. the audience to draw. Right. Right. All right. So the next example of a theme song that was something and then became another, uh, this is a, this, this is a scenario where I think, I think it's because they just got something better, like something, something better came along. Uh, and of course, uh, you'll know, you'll understand why, because are we just quoting Billy Joel now? (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) I mean, I guess I could have, uh, no, this is, uh, this is the original, theme song for Magnum P.I. the jazz improvisation riff uh is written after yeah. the uh like it, hey, it follows you the, five are making a miles davis album the rest of you keep going like you just keep doing the sheet music but you five yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like yeah this, what's what's clearly happening i mean if you hear that it's the same it's the same song uh there's there, like there's a little bit of the like it's a little bit of the same magnum pi song uh, but it's like there's nothing tight about it at all. Like it's 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 as as performed by Tom Selleck's dad's favorite jazz musicians. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying like real. Oh, okay, okay. It's like that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like oh man, this earth shattering <laughs> information. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Yeah, if I if I could break news like that, uh, but no, I mean, and, and and so it's like clearly they're like you know. Uh, somebody was watching that at some point and i don't know if it was donald belisarius or if it was you know tom Selleck himself who like sat up and was like wait a minute this is an adventure show (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not an adventure being led by a saxophone wielding crime fighter it's (laughs) (laughs) it's just a guy that rides in a helicopter yeah they made the right choice (laughs) that's what i'm saying so I've got uh, I've got one more uh, very one more of these I'd like to share with you, um, and this is probably probably has the least chance of being a surprise, uh, knowing that um, the uh, the version of my dream of genie that everyone uh, you know iconically thinks of 
not the uh, not the very first version of the I Dream of Judy theme. Here is the first. <laughs> it has it has like a it has some like elements to it that you're like okay well you know I, I see how they're the same show but it is it's it's missing that like really like really it's missing well, that the tight hook. signal yeah it's got it's missing a hook yeah uh it has the same kind of loose it's like the big band version of that like weird loose jazz quality Mm-hmm. Like it's the it's the big band that would that would record the I Dream of Genie theme song, but it's like three in the morning and they've kind of smoked a lot of that grass they got from the like porter or whatever, and yeah, that's what you get. The straw boss was like, let's, a, <laughs> let's make it a waltz. <laughs> <laughs> and like decided that two minutes into it, like okay, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> um. So, uh, Daniel, you had mentioned Garfield and Friends this is another example of a, of a show that did this. Um, are there uh, any others that come to mind for you? Um, some. Well, so I feel like most what we've talked about for the last, you know, 10 minutes or so has been more uh, shows that had an, a different first theme that they chose to change for various reasons. Yes. Now, can't remember because it's been a couple months but i do remember from last season we discussed the flintstones being one of those uh because it had a different opening sequence for the first Mm -hmm. season but i don't remember if the song was that different yes the song the song was different it was not it was not the peppy um again uh the flintstones transition to a theme song that was more of again an, an exposition dump sure um, in terms of changes in seasons, I think we've hit a lot so far, but let me see if I can think. You, we'd also brought up Drew Carey as, a, as an example of a show uh, that did this. And of course, you know, while Daniel is uh, scanning his memory banks, uh, you know, one of the dangers of this as uh, for, for, a te- for a television show is, uh, you know, uh, basically throwing out uh something throwing out that comfort signal throwing out that thing that uh that attracts uh viewers uh to the to the tv um uh our our guest from last season during the fall guy episode alvara you know talked about you know it's like the thing that would 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 summon you from the kitchen into the living room and back to the to the tv you know when you're uh, when you're helping helping your parents wash the dishes and you heard it's like oh you know the fall guy's coming on like I hear that I hear that song um, so yeah well the only other thing I wanted to talk about um, those times where either the theme changes or which I think is much more often the case is abbreviated uh, and I'll use the cheers theme as like my kind of hallmark of that example mm-hmm. and it's a disappointment because I love that Cheers theme song. And then the first time you see the syndicated episode where it's like, wait, where did like half the song go? Mm-hmm. And you're a little bit uh, sad that you don't get to hear that whole, you know, theme song that you're used to opening the show. Sure. When they, when they, when they chop it down a little bit, it's, um, 
you know, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff that happens uh, in syndication happens um, for for whatever reason. You know, like the the the, the creative powers of the B don't really bother with that. You know, they they yeah. know they know they're about to lose. You know, two minutes of the episode, and they're like, "Well, we can't." You know, or like, they want like, two more minutes of commercials put in because of syndication. Right. Well, that's. I mean, that's that that would be the reason that they're they're losing. You know, that that time in the episode. Um, sure. I think of I. You know, the, I don't I don't have a I don't have an anecdote related to theme songs in particular, but I do know from. Uh, things that I've listened to and read about the, uh, the Simpsons writers that, you know, they, they could barely stand to watch those syndication episodes because of, you know, how, like how, how butchered the, uh, the, the show uh, became. Yeah. Well, and the, I think that that's the reason, for example, the, that 70s show theme is noted, uh, notable to me is because, you know, I am, like I would, that came out when I was very immersed in a uh, love of classic rock, regardless of what you think of Fool in the Rain. Uh, <laughs> but like that first song, you know, is like out there, you know, it yeah. is knock the doors down, like true classic rock, uh, full tilt guitar. And then the revision of it was almost meek in comparison. Right. Uh, and that's it a reminds me of it reminds me of what a, one of my favorite bands of all time, if not number one band of all time, uh, Faith No More did the the theme for uh, Dirty Jobs, <laughs> and uh, and then all of a sudden it became Foreigner. Yeah, <laughs> I I like to underscore that Faith No More is one of your favorite bands of all time. What? Why Why would you underscore that? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a it's interesting it's like a I, i'd want to if i was taking notes in the class i'd star that one oh. <laughs> i think i think this is a, that is a perfect note to have the red to have the audience stew on uh from now until the next episode <laughs> uh so uh before we before we before we conclude i'd just like to uh to ask uh our uh, illustrious producer to uh rattle off the list of places that people can find us mm. Uh, you can send us an email at it needs to be catchy pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can see us on Instagram or Facebook. It needs to be catchy. Or if you are so inclined, Twitter at needs to be catchy. The theme song for our podcast is the happy boy end theme by Kevin McLeod. Well, all right, everybody. Uh, with that, uh, that uh, puts another cap on another episode of it needs to be catchy. Thank you all for joining us uh, on behalf of the entire team here. I'm Joey. I'm Daniel. And I'm Greg. And we will uh, talk to you next time. Moon over Parma tonight.